0: Welcome to the Pasho Perspective, a place where I share my perspective on everything in the space between life and death. I'm your host, Pasho. Today, we're going to be talking about Jordan Peterson's rule number three, make friends with people who want the best for you. Now, this may seem pretty obvious, but it really seems like it's one a lot of my students, you know, typically teenagers, have a real issue with. Sometimes we're friends with people because, well, they've always been around. They live in the same apartment building. They live on the same street. Sometimes we're friends because of proximity, that we're always together hanging out because we're in the same classes. We go to the same school. And so because of that constant exposure, it makes sense that, you know, we kind of pick each other up as some friends. However, this rule is really about evaluating the types of friendships that you have to make sure that they're the kind of friendships you need in your life to grow and evolve as a person. Jordan Peterson would tell us that we are not obligated to be another person's friend. So just because you've been friends with somebody for so long, doesn't mean that you have to be friends with them forever. Now this is a really interesting point I like to drive home to my high school students because if you think about it, high school is a new stage in their life. For four years at least, they're gonna be hanging out with the same group of people having to deal with things that we all had to deal with in high school, cliques, niches, clubs, sports teams, and things like that. And because it's a new phase in our life before we go on to perhaps college or university or going into a technical career and just starting to work right after high school, because it's a new stage in our life, it offers us the opportunity to make it the one that we want to start really considering the types of friendships that we have, and then evaluating whether it would be best to end the relationship if perhaps it is not something that will be conducive to you and your growth and your success later in the future, or to perhaps bring up a, a friendship to maybe a more intimate level where you can be vulnerable and celebrate successes and celebrate, well, not celebrate failures, but, you know, be able to share your failures, you know, without any threat of judgment or mockery. Jordan Peterson also says that by leaving those friendships that you decide are no longer in the best interest for you, Meaning, you know, maybe your friends have different goals. Maybe they have dreams of sitting on the couch, smoking weed, not really doing anything, collecting a social welfare check, and whatever. It's not my job to judge. I don't really think that's a great example for your children, should you have some later in the future, but that's besides the point. So just because you've been friends with somebody for so long, leaving them might actually be the most beneficial thing for the relationship in that you get to set an example for your friend who maybe isn't making the best decisions. You know, Jordan Peterson has a quote that says that two drowning people is not better than one. And if one person is drowning in despair, drowning in addiction, drowning in resentment and cynicism, it's not a good idea to keep that albatross around your neck. Sometimes we need to shed our friends so that they can hit rock bottom. You can tell them all you want that the stove is hot, but your friends are still going to touch it. They don't believe you. Maybe they second guess what you think hot really means. And until they burn their hand, they're going to keep on doing what you're trying to warn them not to do. And maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe sometimes we need to let go of our friends and let them have that failure. You know, like parents, we need to let our kids run into some walls and sliding doors sometimes because pain is an amazing teacher. And I'll tell you what, my son goes running around the corner, hitting his head into a wall, got a big old knot on his head. Chances are he's not going to do that again. Pain, as I've mentioned, is a great teacher. And so by letting your friend go and they hit rock bottom, you, by going your way and being brave enough and strong enough to let go of somebody that you once cared for, gives them a role model to follow. They may think, you know what, I've hit the bottom. Something in my life has to change. And because you didn't go down with them, because you had the courage to stand alone and let go of something that meant for a long time in your life, something meaningful in your life, you let that go and you kind of show your friend, you can follow me. You can take the path that I took. You can change things around. If you were addicted, look at me. I have no addictions. And so join me in that, in that sobriety, and come with me, and maybe we can move in the same direction. Jordan Peterson also stresses that we need friends who are actually happy and who are actually sad for you. When you go to your friend and you tell them about something amazing that happened in your life, the reaction from them should be genuinely happy. They should celebrate it. They should say, we got to go out. We got to do something. I need to buy you a drink, you know, if you're older and you celebrate and they're really happy for you. The kind of friend you don't want that JP warns us of is the kind of friend who, when you tell them I did something great, they say, oh yeah, I did something better. And then you're always trying to one up each other. Friendship shouldn't be a competition. Two members on the same team are competing against each other to win the championship. And the same thing with our friends. But we also need friends who are also genuinely sad when we're sad. Again, we can get caught into that one-up-ism where you say, you know, I I lost somebody in my family. And they tell you, oh, yeah, well, I lost two. Right? I mean, that's ridiculous. And you certainly don't want, and JP warns us, of the kinds of friends that when you share something bad that happened to you, like maybe being rejected by a person that you tried to ask out or getting a lower grade than you had anticipated despite all the studying, we don't want friends around that are secretly, internally celebrating and thinking to themselves, finally something bad happened to this guy. You know, we want a friend who hurts when we're hurting. Because how could you not? That somebody that you care about is in pain and you kind of feel that pain too. You empathize, you sympathize. Another lesson that we can learn and another benefit that we can receive from letting go of friends who don't really have our best interest in mind is that when we let go of old friends, we make room in our arms for new friends. You got to shed the old skin before you can grow the new one. Maybe like a serpent, the old skin might have been your childhood, you know, because we're young and we don't have access like we do on bicycles and cars, you know, maybe we're friends because of proximity, because of constant exposure, being in the same class, and that's all good and fine. But someday when we evaluate whether or not the friendship is conducive for our growth, If we don't let go of those friends who are holding us back and pulling us down, because after all, misery loves company, you're not going to have room in your arms then to receive the type of friends that you might have dreamt of. Friends who support you, who celebrate, who feel pain when you feel pain, who are brutally honest with you because they want you to be the best version of yourself. Those are the kind of friends that we need to keep around. And you can't justify staying with a friend because of compassion, because they have addictions or bad things happening, because this is life, guys. Life is painful. Life is hard. The Taoists tell us that, you know, life is pain. And so that's not reason enough. All you're doing is adding more pain to your already difficult life by carrying this albatross around your neck. And again, not to be redundant, but it's apt, two drowning people are not better than one. So remember, you don't owe any loyalty, be humble, allow your friends to make corrections. When you start using cognitive distortions like name calling and you tell yourself, oh my gosh, I can't believe I got these two wrong. I'm so stupid. Your friend right there, a real friend is going to tell you, hey, stop that. You are not stupid. I don't hang out with stupid people. Maybe you didn't study enough. Maybe you didn't actually read the work so that you can complete the assignment. Let's do something different. Let's create a new plan, right? That's the kind of friend you want, but you have to be humble enough to allow your friends to do that. If you don't let your friends criticize you or you bite their heads off when they do, how many times do you think they're going to do that before they decide, you know what, go to your own destruction? And maybe you're the friend they have to let go. Be a good friend as well. It's not just about finding good friends for us, but we need to learn how to be good friends to them. And that means that we also have to challenge our friends when they're not doing the right thing. We also need to point our fingers and say, hey, this is preventing you from being the best version of yourself. Or when you're telling yourself these negative things, you know, I don't like it because I think you're a special and great person. And what you're saying doesn't reflect that. And all you're doing is losing confidence and you know, because I love you, I'm not going to let you keep doing this. Or because I love you, I'm not going to stand here and be a witness to your own self-destruction and then have to get that courage to let that friend go. And who knows, maybe letting go of that friend is a wake-up call. Maybe they realize, oh my gosh, my best friend of such and such many years, you know, is ready to let me go because what I'm doing must not be really that good. And we can help our friends in that way. You know, it's okay to be critical if we're doing it because we want the best for our friends. Rule number three, make friends with people who want the best for you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I always appreciate your time. God bless you. Have an amazing life. We'll meet again next week where I talk about Shasta Nelson's three requirements to friendship. See you then.